welcome to another episode of XOXO, Amanda and Becky talk about Gossip Girl. We um, thought that it was important before we get started on tonight's episode to address something that has been going on in the world. I'll let, I'm going to let Becky kind of do the honors and I'll jump in if anything, if I have thoughts. (laughs) Um, hold on. I'm just getting some <clears throat> source material up that I would like to um, just share with ever all of our listeners. Um, and I feel like this really encapsulates what's going on. And, um, and it, it goes like this. <laughs> Poopy to scoop. <laughs> Scoop did a whoop. <laughs> whoop de scoop de poop. <laughs> poop de scoop. <laughs> scoop de whoop. Whoop <laughs> de scoop. Whoop poop. Poop diddy. Whoop scoop. Oh, wait, I'm not done. Poop poop. Oh god, my phone just turned off. Hold on. That's not what. That's not the lyrics. Okay, hold on. Um, scoop did a whoop, whoop did a scoop, whoop did a scoop, poop. Thank you. That was um, beautiful. Yeah. So, okay, here are my abbreviated thoughts on Kanye. And I have quite a few, and they they are um, evolving. Not to say that I agree with what he's been doing. Okay, so my thing with Kanye is the thing that really annoys me about the situation more than just the fact that he posted a picture of a signed MAGA hat, which is very upsetting. But the fact that he's cloaking all of this and the fact that he's saying, this is all about love and like empathy and compassion and like yada, yada, yada. Cause that's like all fine and legitimate, but he is saying that and then backing using this reasoning to support the most hateful, evil, I can only use the word regi- regime, and... What I, word? Regime. 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 I thought you said vagine. I did not say regime. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? I was not, no. You said regime in such a like, exotic way. <laughs> it's mostly because I was trying to remember the word. Um, so, I, I just think it's very frustrating the fact that he's using this idea, which I think in principle, is a nice idea, and I support it. Um, I I just think it's complete bullshit when it's used in such an ignorant way. And the fact that he's so... I I see your hand, and we we will get to you. (laughs) The class will will get to you. But there's just something about this that I just think is bullshit, and I think it's just him being... And I we all... Obviously, we know that he's extremely egotistical and he's been you know an asshole for a while which is honestly something that's never really bothered me that he's like kind of an asshole but I think if you're gonna use your ego and you're gonna use your ignorance to support something so awful then I just don't have any respect for that and it invalidates your point and I hate this that's like oh I'm gonna give equal weight to like these two different arguments, because it's just bullshit. And I'm, I'm sorry, go for it. First of all, cosign everything you said. I agree with you. I will say that the this recent, these recent like outbursts that he's had on Twitter have really made me kind of recontextualize a lot of things that he's said, especially like in his music, in a way that has been kind of eye-opening. And I, I just feel like a lot of what he's saying now is not so divorced from things he said in the past in the sense that, like, he's he's got a very kind of, um, 
I don't want to say respectability kind of politics mindset because that's not quite what it is, but it's more kind of like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, lift yourself. If those lyrics didn't emphasize the fact that he, those poopity whoop lyrics, I mean, what else could that mean? I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I just think like you hear that, you hear that a lot, like this rejection of convention. Well, no, I agree because he, I mean, he, his earlier, his, all of his, his first three albums were all about not wanting to go to college. Right. And yes, he's, it's a very like, as an individual, you have the power to, to like overcome any societal obstacle. I think that's like that's kind of his been his worldview, which throughout, like throughout all of his music, and and there are like you can sort of ignore that because he's got a very I mean he's sensitive to racial issues obviously there's no question about that, but it's in a way the the sensitivity to racial issues is um, is it's in this m- mindset that like. But like, if you're if you're exceptional, it doesn't matter, right? You know because I mean? because he, I mean, I realize that this probably isn't helping, but I, he is exceptional, and it's like, I mean, yeah. uh, he he was able to become a massively successful with by as he says, just like locking himself in his room and like making. Be- and I listened to this podcast that was just basically about like the beginning of his career. And, like, everyone was, like, you're, you can't rap. Like, no one believed in him. Everyone, like, no one took him seriously. And so I think he definitely, because he was able to become so successful, I think, yeah, it makes sense that, well, it, it, I can understand why things are falling into place a little bit. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, I, I mostly just, the biggest issue is, like I said, just I, I think it's just bullshit to kind of if you if you want to have that opinion, fine, but don't talk about how people should be more open minded and like you can say these like insane things just because you know it's like makes someone think in a different way and it's like well, I mean you can say what you want that is you know there is free speech but also like you should be sensitive to the fact that you have such a wide audience and like. Maybe you should think a little bit. And obviously he he's made a career out of just saying whatever he feels in the moment. Um, but I feel... Oh, God. There's an ant. But I feel like... <laughs> um, but I feel like this is more important than interrupting Taylor Swift, obviously. And that's kind of my thought. I, I, yes, I agree with that. I think we're, we're like on the same page. I think it's, it's just one of those situations where like, it's not that necessarily like that this is something new. It's that this is something that is being revealed to us explicitly. That's always sort of been there. Um, yeah. Um, Anyway, we'll see. I mean, it's. I, I think I'll still be listening to his old music. I don't know if I'll listen to his new music. I feel like it's tough. Like I feel like he's he's earning money when I listen to him on Spotify. You know what I mean? He's definitely not earning money by me listening to like the album that I bought when I was like fifteen. The thing is, like his music's still like. I don't know. There is just something about him that I feel like I'll always really love. His music is so good. It's so good. And I was listening. It's so good. I just like Everything I Am, which is probably my favorite Kanye song and like probably one of my favorite songs in general. Um, And like part of that, I guess, kind of feeds that song is all about just like, I'm very flawed, but like this is who I am and like my flaws make me who I am, which I think is a very nice message. But I guess it's also kind of this attitude of, like, I'm not going to, like, this is who I am. Fucking take it or leave it. And that's definitely part of his personality. But that song I I find to be very emotional, and I get emotional when I listen to it. And I just think it's a really incredible song. And it's like, I can't skip past this song. It's so good. And it just, it sucks. And, I mean, maybe I won't have to feel bad about not listening to his new music if it's all 
um, scat based. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, I just wanted to, um, I have quite a few thoughts and it I, crushes me that I feel like I can't listen to watch the throne anymore. Watch the throne is like probably my favorite album ever made. Just listening that Jay-Z album, like a thousand more times <laughs> four, four, four. Jay-Z doesn't do, it's not, well, I have a not. new, I have a newfound respect for Jay-Z after all of this. And I don't really like Jay-Z that much, but I... I'm just going to listen to Kendrick. That also works. Anyway, I apologize for that very long uh, tangent. I mostly just wanted to name an episode Poopadoo Whoop, but... <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that, but I... You can put it in the... I'll let it, you put it in the episode <laughs> description. <coughs> Appreciate that. Okay, so the actual name of... The, so we're on season three, episode four. The actual name of this um, episode is now uh, this is strange to me it's called Dan De, uh, correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong Florette good that's Vigine is that it <laughs> Vigine um, um, I wrote what the fuck is this episode title okay yeah, so this is confusing we this, have it and it like Almost made sense, but no, it, didn't. it doesn't. It's they, they. It makes more sense at the end of the episode than it does when you start, but not like not much more. It's like you get where they were going, but the execution was poor. Yeah. Um, okay, so the episode starts with the Gossip Girl voiceover, and we're kind of again we're touching base with the all the members of the gang, and um, it's kind of teased if Jenny is going to be the new queen bee at Constance, and. Um, I don't know. It's kind of unclear, I'd say, at this point. Um, and then something else happens, and we see that Blair has re- has redecorated her dorm room door. <laughs> that was my big call out. Blair. <laughs> um, I think it says, like, Blair on it. Um, it says BW. Oh, classy. And I want to yeah. say they're, like, a slant. <laughs> yes, they're in italics or something. <laughs> Which is strange. Um and then we learn that there's a celeb enrolled at NYU. A celeb, yes. Dan and Nate are walking around, chatting, chatting, being boyfriends, being secret lovers. And, um, yeah, and, and Nate is like, yeah, that famous actress, Olivia Burke, is going to NYU. She's in that vampire movie. And I was like, great. <laughs> And I was like, are they talking about the Covenant? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't they think the Covenant is about vampires. vampires. That movie. They were I know, witches. but they, they might as well have been vampires. Um, so then we see... should rewatch that movie. Wow. Um, we really shouldn't. Okay. Then um, we... My next note is, in all capital letters, Hillary Duff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hillary, can I just say that Hillary Duff, I feel, went to the same school of acting as Blake Lively. <laughs> no, I think Blake Lively is better of an actress. Hillary Duff. That's true. Is she is? Hillary Duff has absolutely no range, and I love Lizzie McGuire, as I'm sure everyone on the planet knows. But it's really kind she's of painful. Terrible. She's so bad. Um, okay, so Dan is getting a coffee from one of those. A street vendor. A street vendor, sure. And um, Hillary and Dan doesn't have any money, and Hillary Duff pays for Dan's coffee, and also she's wearing a fedora. Yeah. This was such a... It's just like... <laughs> what? what a look. Um, so, okay, but Dan does not know who she is, because Dan's an idiot. Dan is so... St- Dan... I, all of my notes in this episode about Dan are just like, Dan is... Dumb. <laughs> okay. So, so Blair, can we talk about Blair? Yeah, now? of course we can. Blair goes to this coffee shop and she thinks that she's going to meet this club that's like finance people, but it turns out they're a bunch of like comic book nerds. <laughs> and she's just like so pissed. And I was kind of hoping that she was going to be like, well, I guess I'll be friends with you, but no, she doesn't do that, of course. <laughs> I just wrote so many nerds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they also cast like a 30-year-old man to play the main nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Everyone in this show is 30 years old, in fairness. Yeah. Um, Blair really misses high school, and that's sad. It's so, so sad. Sad. It's so sad. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Um, she talks to Chuck about it, and Chuck is like, you need to, like, get your shit together, Blair. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Um, so then we go back to Constance, and Jenny is talking to, um, what's his name? Eric. Eric. Thank you. <laughs> I'm shocked that I remembered that. <laughs> Jenny's talking to Eric, and she's just like, we're not all going to be, like, the same. Everybody's going to, like, can be who they want to be, and blah, blah, blah. And she shows up, and all of the new mean girls who are, like, going to be part of her clique are, like, wearing the crazy, like, raccoon makeup mm. and, like, those hideous, like, skirts with the um, the neon, um, whatchamacallit, like, the petticoat or like whatever. Like, tool underneath. They're also wearing yeah. earpieces. It's really unfortunate. And Jenny's like, no, no, you're not going to do this. She also, she's like, your makeup looks, I mean, that's not, she's like, you need to wash your face. I just don't like, I don't get the logistics of this. Why are they wearing earpieces? Doesn't make sense. I understand that we're supposed to like suspend disbelief, but I'm also kind of like, do they really have meetings where they're like, this is how we're going to dress? Like, I don't, it's just confusing. That, oh, I guess they do that in Mean Girls, kind of. With the, like, we're going to wear pink on Wednesdays? Yeah. I guess that's that's executed better. I feel like that's, like, normal. I don't know. It's confusing to me. Anyway, I'm not going to think too hard about that. Yeah. So, basically, Jenny is just, like, fed up with the fact that everyone, like, wants her to be the queen bee or whatever. So, she, like, calls, like, a mass meeting of everyone, and she's just going to, like, give a speech or what have you. Okay. Then we see a scene where Rufus and Serena are, quote, role-playing, unquote. And Rufus is playing Lily getting mad at Serena as Serena tells her that she's not going to Brown. I thought Rufus did a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, my takeaway take from the scene is that Serena's boobs looked really good. I mean, her boobs always look really good. Um, what are you eating right now? Um, I'm eating... I apologize. It really <laughs> sounds disgusting. I'm eating Starburst. Unwrapped Starburst. What do you mean unwrapped Starburst? <laughs> you have a bag these? of unwrapped Starburst. That's disgusting. <laughs> They're so good. Guaranteed to give you... I almost looked at the calories. I was like, oh God, don't look. You guys, when you get candy, do not look at the calorie thing on the side of the bag. Pro tip. Pro tip from one sugar addict to another. Don't do it. Um, Okay, so Serena's not going... Also, I apologize for chewing. Um, Serena's not going to brown. And then Lily just, like, shows up. And she's like, hi, I'm here. My mom isn't dead yet. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Um... So then we go to back to NYU and Hillary Duff slash Olivia Burke slash Kate, which is what she calls herself. She, how she introduced herself to Dan was talking, is telling Dan about all the weird classes she wants to take at NYU. And she's still wearing this fucking fedora. (laughs) It's just awful. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So Then we go back to Lily and Serena. And my, it looks like how your note about Dan the entire episode is that Dan is an idiot. My note is Lily is the worst. I think I have written that down maybe 10 times. Lily is like unbelievably bad. Like, she's been bad always before. Like, in the last season when she had her own child arrested oh my god lily is the worst parent lily truly should never have had children yeah i mean she's like she's basically is this a is it at this point that serena basically says like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna find a job i'm gonna use my because basically serena defers to brown so she's like taking a gap year 
which is fine. And she's like, I'm going to do something productive. I'm going to better myself, yada, yada. And Lily, instead of Lily, like, I don't know, I can kind of see why Lily would be annoyed. But also, instead of supporting your daughter, she's basically like, why would anyone want to hire you? You're just like a dumb bitch without a college degree. (laughs) And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's so nasty. Lily is awful. She's just, it's like, if your kid wants to take a gap year, like, okay, so the way Serena has gone about making this decision was a little bit crazy to me. But at the same time, it's like, here's where we are. She really doesn't want to go. If she she wants to go get a job, she wants to work for a year, fine. Whatever. That's fine. Also, when Serena Serena's like, I want to find myself. And instead of Lily being like, okay, that's like, okay. She's like, no one knows who they are. So it's like, what a crazy thing to say to your child. I feel like even if that's, I feel like to some extent that's true. Like, you don't know who you are when you go off to college. But at the same time... The way that you like, the way you address that isn't isn't to be like it's so dismissive. Yeah, you're not. You're just like, oh god. I just it's, there has to be a better way of just being them being like you're an idiot. Like, why would you want to do? It's like it's so. Lily is biting. She's, she's a cruel person. Yeah, she really is. Also, I really like the fact that she's holding a Birkin bag over her stomach to hide the fact that she just had a child. Yes. Yep. Okay, so back to Constance. Jenny is trying to convince all the Constance girls that they don't need to do this bullshit queen bee thing. There's no more hierarchy. Everybody is just normal. And so everybody's like, yay, except that the new mean girls are like texting Blair. And they're like, you're new queen is like staging a coup which doesn't make a lot of sense because whatever it's fine okay so then we go back to nyu and vanessa gets back to her dorm room and some woman is like moving all of her shit around she took down vanessa's godard poster oh and then (laughs) and then we learn that hillary duff is vanessa's new roommate and then i also just have written again she's famous um, Hillary Duff needs to take off her hat. Yes. That's my next note. Okay, this, I legitimately screamed and had to pause. Did you notice this? What, was this when you screamed? Yes. Okay, I had two other incidents where okay. I screamed. I need everyone to go about, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 15 minutes into this episode, find the scene. Again, season three, episode four. Go to the scene where Hilary Duff and Vanessa are in their dorm room, and Vanessa <laughs> has attached a chair to the wall to make it a shelf. <laughs> she has nailed like a desk chair into the wall. It has like trinkets on the seat. And I was like, what the fuck? why is there a chair attached to the wall it's the funniest thing i've ever seen and if you're not paying attention you will not notice it i did not catch that and i was like do my eyes deceive me i went back and i rewatched it it's incredible anyway i also like who is nailing a chair into their wall in their dorm room it's very strange these people are crazy. <laughs> They're all bananas. <clears throat> anyway, so that's my, like, big takeaway from that scene. Um, they, like, have a conversation or something. Hillary Duff just wants to be normal. That's yeah. the takeaway. Um, okay, so the next scene we see... Um, Serena goes to, she's going to go on a bunch of interviews, and her first interview is with Tori Birch. And I believe the interview was actually with Tori Birch. Yeah, that is Tori Birch. Um, which was like, okay. And Tori Birch says to her, You came highly recommended by Anna Wintour. And I'm like, why? How does it, like, why would Anna Wintour 
I don't understand that. But she, so she gets, goes to all these interviews and no one wants to hire her because she has never done anything. (laughs) But But it's like, I feel like the stakes are very low for these people. It's like, let her have an internship. Who cares? They would give her an unpaid internship in a second. Like, they don't give a shit. Also, the second woman that she talks to is Georgina Chapman, who is the designer for one of the designers for Marquesa, who is Harvey Weinstein's wife. So. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, probably soon to be ex-wife, but. She, the woman, that woman we saw is Harvey Weinstein's wife? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not Not Tori Birch. Yeah, no, I know. The second woman. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Discrepancy in in looks, I might say. A little bit, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Serena's really frustrated because no one will hire her. And she's like, I'm taking myself out to lunch. She goes to lunch and um, Hilary Duff and her publicist, who had taken down Vanessa's Godard poster earlier... (laughs) They're in this argument because, um, again, Hillary Duff just wants to be normal, and her publicist keeps calling the paparazzi, and she has to do Larry King. <laughs> I wrote, why the fuck <coughs> would Hillary Duff go on Larry King? <laughs> Don't like, does Larry King like interview like young actresses? Seems very strange. I don't. I feel like they were like, oh, the teens know who Larry King is. Larry King. Does Larry King even, like, have a, like, a show still? No, not still. But he had one in 2009. I assume so. Yeah, so she's annoyed, and she's like, I just want to, like, leave without being photographed. And Serena's like, excuse me, if you go out through the kitchen, you'll be out on Sullivan Street, and, like, that's the best way to get out. And... And the publicist is like, nice work. You're the diva whisperer. I uh, I loved your dress at the Met Ball. And I'm like, why the fuck did Serena go to the Met Ball? Because her family, or I mean, I will say her family were are like billionaires. So I guess it kind of makes sense. She, I feel like that's just for celebrities, isn't it? Is it for rich people also? Well, like if you're a socialite, you're like, like pseudo-celebrities. Um, so... Yeah, so the public, Larry Duff's publicist gives Serena a job, basically. Yeah. Um, okay, so Blair basically has now told the mean girls to be mean. Yeah, they dethroned Jenny, basically. So that's, yep, that's enough about that, I think. Um, then we go to a scene where Nate and Dan are hanging out, and because they're in love. And Nate is like, why didn't you get Olivia's number? Or but he, but Kate's. Kate, he, why don't you get Kate's number? And Dan is like, I don't know, I'm just dumb, stupid, stupid, stupid person. <laughs> that is and, verbatim what he says. And, and but then she walks in. Is she wearing the fedora? I think she still is. She's like angrily texting and wearing a fedora still. And a, <laughs> and a Mets t-shirt. Oh yeah, the Mets t- God, it's so bad. I can't believe we used to dress like this. <laughs> I didn't. I dressed I, much worse. I know I did. But like before this, in like 2005, this is how I dressed. In 2005, <sighs> I was 13, so I probably dressed terribly. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. It's shocking that she's wearing what she's wearing, but whatever. It's okay. Um, so he goes over, and Nate sees who it is, but doesn't tell Dan. <laughs> Nate's just like, oh. Nate and is it, trolling Dan. <laughs> what, like, why? What is the? What does Nate get out? And then we don't see Nate again in this episode because he wants to see Dan embarrass himself because it's funny. Is it? It's like not clear. It's not clear to me that that's what's happening. It's just confusing to me. Um, but anyway, Dan. So Dan goes over to her and is like, "Do you want to get some pizza?" And she's go. She's like, "Let's go right now." And Dan's yeah. like, oh, "Okay." She's getting pizza instead of going to Larry King. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we 
see another celeb that I, even though I've seen this episode, I was shocked to see. And it's there Miss. Were, I was also surprised. By this. It's Miss Tyra Banks. It is okay. indeed. So. Also, I don't even like have a note. I just have a note that like it's Tyra Banks is there and then like it's the next day. <laughs> Like, they go yeah. somewhere, and then it's the next day. And Tyra Banks and Serena are, like, lying on the, on this couch together, and they're in, like, silk robes. It's so strange. <laughs> like, what is going on? I It's confusing. I, we learn in this, in this scene that Tyra Banks has a big role at playing Josephine Baker. And I just was like, God bless Tyra Banks. I don't know if she quite has the range to play Josephine Baker. I honestly think Tyra Banks might be the best actress in this episode. There is, well, that's... I She's mean, better she, than Hilary Duff. That's 100% true. Um, yeah, it's confusing. But anyway, Serena's like a natural because she's like great at talking to crazy rich ladies. <laughs> so... Um, so I feel like we're we're like, okay, we can see a path forward for Serena. Yeah. Which is exciting for me. So Chuck has found out that Blair is still doing her thing with the high school girls. And it's just so deeply fucked up. It just like makes me so uncomfortable that Blair is like still so caught up on high school. I'm like, Blair, you need to move on. No, it's really sad. And it is like, okay, even as I'm thinking this, I'm like, oh, this is like not a great way to approach this situation. But it's like, okay, so Blair spent so much energy trying to be with Chuck and now she has this relationship and I'm not saying she needs to put in all of her energy into this relationship, but it seems like she is a... It's a little weird when you'd prefer to be hanging out with high schoolers when you're in college and, like, trying to, like, win the, like, attention and respect of, like, a bunch of, like, 17-year-old girls instead of, like, spending time with your significant other. It's a little sad. It's It's very very sad. sad. It's very sad. I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. Um... Okay, so Dan and Hillary Duff go on this date, and he tells her about Faulkner. And then I don't know what happens in the rest of that scene, because the only thing that I wrote is, Hillary Duff likes Dan. He is dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. He's so fucking dumb. Dan is a dummy. <laughs> and that's all I wrote about that scene. Um, I have written... Dan really likes Hillary Duff and still doesn't realize she's famous. Dan likes how, in quotes, normal Hillary Duff is. I think it's just the idea is that Dan has been in all of these drama-filled relationships, and he just wants someone normal and someone who doesn't, like, isn't followed around by the paparazzi like Serena was or something. Has so, Dan, have we seen Dan in a relationship with someone other than Serena? Well, he dated Georgina. I don't know if we're counting that as a I'm not counting that as a relationship. Um... I don't think so. Did he date someone, like, randomly for an episode or something? I don't remember. He dated that girl, Amanda, which I only remember, but she was paid by Chuck, I think. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, just Serena. Um, and then I think Dan also, like, slept with some girl in a tube top, if I remember correctly. At, like, uh, at the at Jerry's. Uh, you remember Jerry from Twin Peaks was on the show for a hot second? <laughs> Which is very strange. <laughs> Trying to think. I don't remember that. Okay. okay. Well, there was a girl with in a tube top. I remember that. Okay. So oh, there was also like that summer when he was working for the writer. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think that might have been a different white man. I don't think that was Jerry from Twin Peaks. That was someone else. Anyway, so Jenny and Chuck are like basically plotting together to kind of... I don't know, deal with Blair. Because Blair's being a pain in the ass for both of them. And basically, Chuck is going to help get Jenny back on top of uh, the social uh, ladder. Yeah, they're going to do a weird manipulative thing. Which, like, for anyone else, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But for Blair, I feel like it's the only thing that would work. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, we'll get to like, this makes me uncomfortable. Yes, for sure. There's a lot that's like ethically questionable in this episode. So Serena's really good at being a publicist. And apparently all you need to do to be a publicist is just like talk people down from the edge and like make sure like a celebrity doesn't like go insane. Which, like, after being friends with Blair, I feel like Serena has a lot yeah, of experience with. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Um, I, can I just say, I feel like Ursula lives in the same apartment as the person from Yale with the crazy daughter. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. go back to confirm, but the apartment is set up in, like, exactly the same way. Well, I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> I have a good memory for We could have places. the most specific Gossip Girl trivia ever. <laughs> be very specific like um please yeah oh anyway sorry so um okay yeah i don't know we learned that so tyra's big scene from the movie where she plays josephine baker has been cut and so this is bad news because tyra was so excited and this is gonna like be your big break yep um okay we also learned that the movie is called Fleur, and so the title almost makes sense. It still doesn't episode. make sense. It still though. doesn't make sense. But like, we're like, okay, that word exists somewhere in this episode. <laughs> the yeah, this word. Um, so Vanessa is going to take. So Dan's kind of upset because he wanted to go out with Hillary Duff, but Hillary Duff was like, I don't think we should date. Because he wants a normal relationship, and she's like, I'm a famous movie star. Okay. and Wait, so also, I, can we please note the lyrics? There's a song playing, and a, the song. I don't know, you never notice these songs, and I'm like... I always, noticed this song, but I was like, I don't know, I'm not going to touch that. It's the one where they're singing about Michael Jackson. Yeah, and it's just this very robotic voice. They're going like, dad's like Michael Jackson, dad's like Michael Jackson, dad's like Michael Jackson. <laughs> chooses this music it's so bad it's very strange dance like michael jackson dance like michael i do think that's like the funniest thing i i also i watched a reaction video of someone listening to the song and they're just like because because the first like two minutes are just like samples of like some i don't know some like soul song or whatever and then kanye okay i feel like one of the things i'm i'm angriest about is the fact that on that song kanye's like okay guys get ready for some great some great bars and then like what comes out is just him being like and a poop and a whoop and a poop and a whoop and, and i just sent the reaction video this guy is just like what the fuck <laughs> It's so good. Anyway, so that song is not the Poopity Whoop song, but the Michael Jackson song is playing, and I really enjoyed that. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. So, I interrupted you. So Dan calls <coughs> Vanessa because he's feeling upset, and Vanessa's like, "Let's go to this. We're gonna go to this premiere." And so Dan is gonna find out who Kate is. Um, meanwhile, Blair is hosting. A sleepover. Ugh, this like weird for the teenagers. Sad. It's so which is sad. like, and that's so awkward. It's so awkward. Like, it's like your teacher or like. I just like I'm upset thinking about it. I know it's, it's really awful. It's really weird. It's, it's so really tragic. creepy. It's really creepy. If someone, if I was a senior in high school, and some girl that had gone to my high school invited me. Over and it was only girls from high, my high school and no one from her year, and it and oh and it was oh it's just like it's the whole thing is so creepy and so it's like none of these girls would be admiring Blair they'd just be like you're sad that's so, it's so sad it's so bad <sighs> um so so. Blair is trying to, like, corral all of the high school students together to, like, praise her. And one of them gets, like, a Gossip Girl blast or something. Like, she gets, they all get a text that um, Jenny and Chuck have gone to 
the premiere together to basically to upset Blair. So. Okay. So then we kind of go to this scene at the premiere and we have the most uncomfortable pan up of Jenny's legs, and it's so... Cre- and then Chuck is hit. It's so creepy. It also... It- there was just an article in The Atlantic about how Chuck... It wasn't specifically about Chuck. It was, like, the prevalence of rape culture in TV and movies. And it just, like... I keep remembering the fact that Chuck, in the first episode, like, tried to rape Jenny. And now they're going on this, like, lecherous date. Which is so creepy because he's like, oh, it's like, it's creepy regardless. Like, it's just creepy in general, but it's super creepy, A, obviously because he tried to rape her. Obviously, that's the worst. But B, it is creepy the fact that it's like, he and Blair are in this very, like, strange, intense relationship and then you're still like, well, this person, like, doesn't respect this relationship at yeah. all. <clears throat> and I feel like he does, but, like, in a really fucked up way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's bad. Okay, so then we go to Rufus and Lily, who get invi- who had been invited because Serena is, like, working for the publicist. And Serena's, like, so proud of herself because she's like, I'm working for this publicist. I'm, like, doing a really good job. I feel like I've earned the respect of this client. And Lily is just so mean to her. Lily, like, instantly puts her down. It's terrible. Yeah, no. She's such a bitch. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, why... Why can't you just be, like, proud of your daughter? I know. She's... She's awful. And Serena's trying to, like, get, like, advice and, like... She's, like, pouring her heart out. And Lily's just... Fucking monster. Ugh, it's terrible. So Serena's, like, upset, but she's gonna go... She's gonna keep doing her job. Um, so then we get this scene where Dan and Vanessa are talking... And then Dan turns around and sees Kate and finds out that Kate is Olivia and Olivia is this famous actress. And he's like, oh. Yeah, it's bad. Um, Uh, I also don't understand. Is this movie supposed to be about Josephine Baker? It's supposed to be about World War II. (laughs) I know it's supposed to be about World War II. But like... What? Who is who is Olivia in this movie? I think she's like someone that knows Josephine Baker. I mean, obviously. Okay, this was can, okay. This next scene. This was the first time I screamed. We see a, a shot. We see it one scene of this film, and it is. Like, truly the worst thing I've ever seen (laughs) in my life. It's really bad. It is so (coughs) unbelievably bad. The worst part is probably Hilary Duff's (laughs) French accent. (laughs) Her accent is terrible. It's, like, unbelievable. She's like... (laughs) I never got to hear her sing, but she saved La France. <laughs> oh my god, Hillary, is that you? I didn't realize Hillary it's, was here with us. It's so, so, but it's like worse than that. It's, it's like not as committed as that. It's, it's so, so bad. really bad. It's so bad. Um, and also, it just, like, the quality of the film itself is, like, very grainy <laughs> and, like, should clearly... It looks like something someone filmed for, like, a high school AV club. It looks like somebody filmed it on a camcorder and then, like, like put it into, like, um, not even, like, Final Cut Pro or whatever. They put it through, like, <laughs> the visual version of, like, GarageBand. iMovie. <laughs> Yeah, they put iMovie. That's what I was... The visual version of Garage. Also known as iMovie. They, like, they, like, were, like, in fact, they, like, they... Or they, they just... They put a sepia filter on it. They, like, like put it, 
they like uploaded it somehow into photo booth and like took like the like the brown filter like threw it on top like it looks terrible (laughs) it looks like it was filmed for like 12 dollars like um i did think tyra's um makeup looked good though um okay she had those uh the, um, her yeah, hair looked good with the, the finger curls. Yeah. And she's, I want to say she had like the tiny little eyebrows, which is confusing because weren't those a thing in like the twenties? Tiny and eyebrows. This, and like, wasn't this movie supposed to be in like the forties? The forties. Yeah. It's wrong. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's just but simply wrong. That's okay. That's fine. Um, yeah. Oh God. So tight. You all, I like try to rip the this scene <laughs> so that we could post it but like I can't figure out how to do that and it's not on YouTube but Ugh. if you guys have Netflix season 3 episode 4 you guys you, there's Girl, go so to, many it's like right around minute 27 28 what like you will not be disappointed first or you gonna, will be extremely disappointed but. first you're going to want to find the when Vanessa nails a chair to the I wall. have to go back and watch that and then you're going to want to watch the scene okay so and it's so funny too because Tyra Banks is like, I'm going to go distract them with my singing. And then Hilary Duff is like, I never did get to hear her sing. (laughs) Anyway, the next day I went to Germany or something. It's like, okay, guys. Um, So Tyra is very upset and storms out. And turns out... Because her scene was cut. I don't know if you said that. Oh, yeah. No, her scene was cut. So the publicist... Because, okay, so we found out earlier in the episode that Tyra's Tyra's scene was cut from the movie, the one that she was so excited about. And the public, and Serena wants to tell Tyra, but the publicist is basically like, don't, like, it's just going to make her really upset. It's, it's going to make it worse. So Serena doesn't say anything. And then Tyra storms out. And basically we learn that the publicist was kind of like setting Tyra up and that she wanted Tyra to get really upset because it would be, you know, any PR is good PR and she just wants to get like an outburst so Tyra will get a lot of attention and the publicist will get attention, but it doesn't really make sense. Like, this yeah, doesn't don't make feel like sense. Yeah, a good plan. Because it's like, if someone has an outburst like that, it's not, it doesn't look professional and it's going to make it harder to for her to get jobs and then she will not be making money, i.e. the publicist will not be making yeah, money. Yeah, this is like not a good, it's not a good strategy. This is just, oh God, so bad. Um, yes. So, Blair... Um, yells at Jenny. She goes to the premiere and yells at Jenny. And then she yells at Chuck. And Chuck is like, you're embarrassing yourself. You need to stop. Um, and Blair's, Blair's annoyed. And Chuck is like, listen, you managed to get me. You can do better. He's basically like, like, you're really gonna, like, you're saying that it's too hard to find friends at NYU. Like, this is an insult to me. Which was yep. some very twisted logic. Yes. He's, I like, found. not totally wrong, but also it's, like, bad and manipulative and you shouldn't <laughs> treat your romantic partner this way. Um, so, okay. Olivia also talks to Dan. Dan's, like, just sitting in the empty movie theater after the movie. And she's like, I just wanted to be normal. And Dan's like, I'm just tired of drama. And she's like, we just probably shouldn't date. Um, so, yeah. And then we go back to Blair. Blair's walking out, and a photographer is like, are you Blair Waldorf? She's like, yes. He's like, oh, let me take your picture. And she's like, oh, fuck yes. So he's just, like, taking her picture. It's, like, weird as hell. <laughs> but she's in her element. She's thrilled. Okay, so... Then we see Tyra, and she's in the bathroom or something at the theater, and Tyra's super upset because her scene was cut, and the publicist thinks that she should throw this big fit, but basically Serena, even though she knows she's, like, probably going to lose her job, tells Tyra not to, you know, to be professional, and um, my big takeaway from the scene is I feel like Tyra wouldn't be this stupid. I feel like Tyra would know not to throw yeah, a fit. Yeah, obviously. Tyra went to business school, in yeah. case you, everyone on the planet already knows that. But it's like, 
Okay. But she's Ursula in this movie. Yeah. But what a name. Yeah, I know. Like they truly like chose a name out of a hat. <laughs> out of Hillary Delsodora. <laughs> um, yes. And Serena gets fired. Yeah. So. so Serena, then we go to the Vanderwoodson apartment. And Serena's like packing her bags and Lily's like, Oh, you're going to Brown. And Serena's like, No, I'm just moving out, you crazy bitch. <laughs> I just feel like Lily could be like, give Serena good advice, but instead she's just crazy. Yeah, it's really, it's just bad. And this is like, I kind of jumped the gun on this, but it's like, this is where Serena's like, I want to find myself and blah, blah. And then Lily's like, it's stupid to try and find yourself. Um, So this is just bad. Okay. So that. Basically, oh, and then we, so I think Serena leaves or something, and Lily ends up blaming all of her problems on, with Serena on Rufus. And it's like, what? We don't like Rufus, but Rufus does not deserve the blame. No, <laughs> this is not, I mean, it's like, it, it's not really anyone's fault. Like, there's no one to be at fault for, because, like, nothing bad is really I happening. Know. This is like, after everything that they've been through, you think Lily would just be like, if you need another year, fine. Also, it's, like, probably, didn't Serena, like, probably miss school at some point for, like, yeah, accidentally, like, killing being that there? <laughs> I mean, it's, for just, like, being there when that guy OD'd. Like, I feel like it's fine. Serena's been through shit. I feel like, give her a fucking year. It's, like, whatever. Who cares? Let her mature um, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so then we go back to Hilary Duff, who is having some sort of existential crisis and talking to <laughs> Vanessa about it. And literally, her crisis is about Dan. And it's like, why is this happening? No one should be upset why does about ever, Dan. Why does everyone love Dan so much? Truly, ugh, unclear. But also, Vanessa's, like, obviously in love with Dan. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> But no, Vanessa's in love with Scott. I know, but the way that Vanessa's like, she's like, oh, Dan's a really great guy. And then Hilary Duff is like, you're right, I should go find Dan. And then Vanessa's like, oh, God, you yeah. can tell. I just, I had a moment, I don't remember what the line was, but like the writing on this show is just like, you know, the chef kissing his fingers. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's basically it for that scene. Yeah, so Blair, (coughs) let me go to Blair, and Blair has found these other girls who also went to these fancy private schools who who are like, we should have gone to Ivy's, but we're stuck at NYU. And so she's got got some people who she can manipulate, so she's going to do that. And also in the scene, Chuck has sent her a school uniform that he wants to have sex with her in. Ew. And we also learn that Chuck was the person who hired that photographer to take those pictures of Blair. So tragic. Yes. So tragic. Okay. Um, Tyra gives Serena a pep talk or something. And also, Tyra is the best actor on the show, question mark? Is, that's my note. <laughs> question mark, indeed. <laughs> then we, okay, this was the second I, scene. I had a feeling this is... <laughs> screamed it. Um, okay, my, <laughs> my note is... <laughs> Wait, can I say my note? I wrote, laugh my fucking ass off, legal seafoods truck... Comma, we in Boston, bitch. <laughs> I I love this. So there's first of all illegal seafoods truck, like the most deliberate, like it was so it was just like, oh okay. But then also there's a there's one of those boxes for the Boston Globe right behind him. <laughs> it's just like, I wonder where we are. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, this show does not deal it's in subtleties. Not, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, but so anyway, we see Scott in Boston, and Vanessa calls him, and she's like, "I just wanted to tell you that I really miss you," or something. But Scott has to take another call, and it turns out that it was Georgina. Boom, boom, boom! He's going to meet up with her for some reason. 
Ruh, row. And then we also learn that Jenny <coughs> is reluctantly going to be the queen, or maybe not so reluctantly. It's not totally clear. And, and I'll let you take the last. Oh, and then Hillary Duff wants to date Dan, and that's the uh, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Oof. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's like a pep in its step this episode. There's this one was lighter. great. I loved this episode. I loved it. It was crazy. <laughs> I need more like. Oh, God, like, not at all subtle references to, like, we're in Boston. <laughs> we're eating <the> lobster. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy because Scott is wearing a lobster bib when he answers the phone. I'm just kidding. He's not. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're just, like, holding a crab in one <laughs> uh, I guess that's weird. Like, is crab's main? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, um, God, that's so Or funny. Maryland. Um... Yeah, that would be confusing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you have any uh, thoughts for the, the the bots out there? Thoughts for the bots. Um, <laughs> obviously, you should all go see Infinity War. Have oh, you seen fuck. it yet? I have, no, I haven't. I'll probably see it this weekend. I won't spoil it for you. I had some extremely strong opinions. We'll discuss it next week. Okay. So, if um, I watch it before next week. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Again, my fan fiction is now complete. Mm-hmm. You should go read it. I'm not going to link to it, but you can find it. Send me a message if you want to read it. Um, it's good. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. If you are randomly a grad, you're not going to hear this before tomorrow. But if you happen to, if we miraculously <laughs> produce and release this episode before tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> Uh, you should I guarantee you we will not. We 100% will not have done that. Um, I'm running for office. I might win. I might not win. We'll see. My uncle has offered to sick the mob on my opponents <laughs> or something. It's not entirely clear. Oh, that would be <laughs> the saddest mob, members of the mob. Like, we are, former, we're getting, like, two steps below Jeff Galuli. like, former Goldman Sachs employees. <laughs> the financial uh, like crisis really hit them hard. 75-year-old men. <clears throat> um, I would like to recommend the first 40 minutes of the movie Keanu. Not because I have an issue with the rest of the movie. I just haven't finished it yet. <laughs> but it's so funny. And it it's... The cat is so cute. Like, it's genuinely great. And I really recommend, if you haven't seen it, watch the first 40 minutes and then check in to see if I've watched the rest of it. And then you can watch the rest of it. And then we'll discuss it. Okay. It's Um, quite good. Were you aware that there's a theory that Keanu Reeves is immortal? Um, no. You should look it up. There's a website. Well, how would we know that? Because, like, we're saying, like, Keanu, like, was in my own private Idaho when he was already, like, 500 years old or something. Yeah. But he is aging. Like, he looks older. No, he doesn't. If you look at pictures, he doesn't. But also, you can go back and look at pictures of old-time people who look exactly like Keanu Reeves. And also, I feel like he has a lot of wisdom for somebody Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at, wait, I'm seeing a picture. <laughs> this is so funny. 1530, 1875, 1994, 2008. To... <laughs> Am I attracted to Keanu Reeves? No. He's kind of hot. Is he? I don't know. Kind of like a very bland looking face way. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's what gets the girls going. Bland-looking face. I feel like he does look older. He definitely looks... He used to be really good-looking in uh, 1991. <clears throat> I feel like he's just grown his hair out to make himself seem older. No, I think he looks older. I think he's not aging because he's immortal. I mean, that's an interesting theory, and you might be right, but also I... <laughs> I think he looks slightly older. Oh, there's well, a picture of him and Adam Driver. Agree to disagree. That's an interesting comparison. Okay. <coughs> okay. Well, 
I hope everyone enjoys that tangent. <laughs> I hope you've all enjoyed all of the tangents on this episode. And this episode was just one long tangent from your life. From my life? No, from the listener's life. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, also maybe from your life. I don't know. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've done something productive during this episode. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we'll let you go now. Okay. Um, we'll see bye you next guys. Week. Bye, guys. <laughs>